friends, and welcome to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I am not Liv Harrison. I am Taylor Stroll, you know, the best sidekick in the entire world. I uh, wanted to welcome you, welcome you into this episode, which is the season finale of our first season of the show. It's going to be a best of season one. We hope that you enjoy it. If you do, please hit subscribe wherever you are listening or if you're watching on the YouTube channel. We hope that you guys enjoy this. Uh, laugh along with us, reminisce with us as we go through the best moments of our first season of It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Welcome, you guys. It's so great to see our first studio audience. I know that we've had one before, but those were children. And these are actual real adults who drove themselves here on purpose. And it wasn't because I was feeding them Lunchables in the middle of the day and forced them to come be an audience last week. Not that that's what happened. Um, so thank you for being here. I want to say it's kind of crazy because I don't know about everybody else, but my family has just started to emerge from quarantine. We were definitely in the lockdown. We took this pandemic very seriously. <laughs> and uh, and we just started coming out. And I got to say, the thing that is so shocking about coming out of your house after being inside of it for, I don't know, 18 months, is what is left that is, you know, like still in your town? You know what I mean? Like what businesses are still around and what's still going on? Like, for instance, we have a chandelier company establishment Okay, like before the pandemic, I was confused. I was like, how do these people pay for their bills? Like who in the world is running to the chandelier? But why are they still here after the pandemic? Like, can you just not see that there's this table, you know, of, of family of four, I don't know, making up things and they're eating dinner because that's what we're supposed to do. And they're sitting around and the dad goes, kids, the pandemic is over run to the minivan and one of the kids says okay dad where do you want to go first why the chandelier establishment of course great dad headed to the minivan i mean like how is that going to happen okay like who in the world has been dying to get back into the chandelier store to say if only i could you know spruce up my house with a chandelier but that darn pandemic <laughs> but lots of things changed like for instance it's really interesting to see what restaurants are still here you know and which ones went away my favorite is when you have a restaurant that is the exact same restaurant replaced by the same restaurant, but a different name. You know what I mean? Like in my town, we have a place called The Chicken Place, okay? They didn't make it during the pandemic, okay? We now have The Chicken Spot, <laughs> okay? And I'm sitting here thinking, what could be so great about that chicken? Like how different could that chicken possibly be? You know what I mean? And is the owner of the new place just really proud of himself because he's a lion outside the door and the old owner drives by and he throws eggs at it. You know, he's like angry, bitter. He's like, it was the name, you know? So that's interesting. So many things have changed. Um, I have to say, what's been really shocking is the great things that have come out of the pandemic and the not so great things. But let's review a couple of things and you can decide in your brains which ones are great and which ones aren't. Uh, we have streaming of movies in our homes. 
how much do you love that? Except the popcorn's not as good. I don't know. <laughs> like, I can't get that pop secret to be anywhere near. Although you can send me some pop secret if you want me to. <laughs> I can be an influencer. Um, <laughs> I'm not. But, uh, but we have the, you know, we can watch movies in our home, which is fantastic. We have, let's see what else has changed. We have a new president. That's changed. Oh, restaurants. You can eat outside. New York has tripled their restaurants, you know, because they just took over the streets as if there was so much room there to begin with. Uh, but now you can eat in the streets of New York, which who wasn't dying to do that before? <laughs> Rats on your feet. And it's not true. They don't have any of those. Um, and then uh, what else? Oh, that's right. Bill Cosby changed his residence. Uh-huh. He, uh, he has, has moved in the pandemic. And who saw that one coming? Who saw we were going to start a pandemic with the Tiger King and end with Cliff Huxtable wanting to go back on tour? Did anyone see that coming? I did not, okay? I also didn't see Prince Harry moving here. We now have a prince. And we lost Chris Harrison, okay, from The Bachelor. It's been, it's been turmoil, you guys. The end of the world is coming because without Chris Harrison, how do we even have Bachelor in Paradise? What does Mexico do? We don't know. Uh, but we, um, we also, I mean, like, it's, it's getting so crazy, all the changes, that, like, any moment now, we're going to have really wild things happening, like Gwen Stefani marrying, oh, I don't know, Blake Shelton. I mean, that would be, hold on a second. Oh. Um, you guys, this just in. <laughs> Gwen Stefani married Blake Shelton. <laughs> so there you have it, and the world is happening. Um. Yeah, I, I've got to say, I wish I would have known exactly how short the United States had planned to participate <laughs> in the pandemic. I didn't know we were going to do it for such a little amount of time because I would have prepared accordingly. I would have, I would have saved money. I w if I would have known how little we were going to stay in this thing, I would have, you know, just maybe not bought so much from Amazon. And uh, because I forgot, I forgot how expensive it is to buy your friends. I mean, be social. <laughs> I forgot what it is to go out. And actually, I just think about the Canadians. I really am, I'm a little jealous of the Canadians. They are going to be loaded when they get out of quarantine in 2027. So um, let's all pray for them. So you guys stick around. We've got an incredible guest. She's not from Canada. She's from Waco, but you are tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. <laughs> Hi everyone, my name is Allison Wojtovich. Um, I'm super excited to be here today. I don't know if you guys noticed, but people kind of forgot to act because of lockdown. They just forgot how to socialize, you know? They don't even know how to properly type things out anymore. Like this guy on the internet asked me to send him nudes the other day. So I did, um, and he got really mad because they weren't of me. <laughs> be specific, you know? Um, uh, something else about me is that uh, I am a theater kid. I do have a theater degree and the salary to prove it. <laughs> theater school is interesting because they don't tell you this when you go sign up for it, but there's this thing called Real Talk Day. And it's when the professor sits you down and tells every person in front of the whole class what they look like so they know what parts to audition for. It's not a good time. <laughs> My professor sat us all down for Real Talk Day and he went through the room. He just goes, you, funny best friend, you, villain, Allison, young white female. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know my professor could be replaced with a mirror. <laughs> 
was so upset. I've known I'm a young white female my entire life. The way my brother and I used to be able to tell if my mom and her friends were drinking would just be to stick our heads into whatever room they were hanging out with and unleash the cry of the white woman. We would just go, hey mom, woohoo! <laughs> and if they responded with the cry of the white woman, woohoo! <laughs> we stayed upstairs that night. <laughs> The crazy thing is, is that the cry of the white woman helps me make friends today. If you guys don't know how to make friends when you go out downtown, just try this. Whenever you are walking down Main Street or 6th Street or whatever your downtown hotspot is, just unleash the cry of the white woman, woo! And you'll get like six 45-year-old white ladies who will come bar hop with you all night. <laughs> They'll pay for your martinis. They'll tell you you're pretty. <laughs> and they'll call you tomorrow to make sure you got home safe. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> uh, I am in my 20s though, so sometimes I wanna hang out with girls closer to my age, but the fun thing is this still works on 25-year-old white girls. You just need to change your wording a little bit. Instead of woohoo, you gotta go, yes! <laughs> and you'll get six 25-year-old white girls to also bar hop with you. But instead of martinis, they will sneak their dollar shots onto your tab, <laughs> and then you never hear from them again. <laughs> They're sometimes more fun if you don't want to commit, you know? <laughs> Yeah, commitment is insane though. Like online dating has totally changed the game. I don't know if you guys have had to deal with it, but I hated dealing with online dating. Um, I even was a member of the Holy Trinity Church of Austin at one point. I don't know if you've heard of this, but it's a uh, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. <laughs> They're all different dating platforms and they all hate them equally. Um, <laughs> they're not fun. I, I like to call them lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my, you know? It's, not a good time. I, I, I don't know if you guys have heard of this thing called ghosting, but if you don't know what it is, it's when you talk to someone for like three weeks straight, you think things are going well, and then they pretend to die so they never have to talk to you again. <laughs> they just cut you off with no explanation, and then you're just like, all right, they're dead to me. Um, it's, not, it's not great, but what's worse is this thing called zombieing, and I didn't know it was real until it happened to me. Zombieing is when someone ghosts you and then six to 12 months later pops back up on your phone with no explanation again, <laughs> therefore coming back from the dead to haunt you, okay? So I got zombied by this guy a few years back. I went on a Tinder date with him and then 12 months to the day later, he matched with me on a different dating platform and tried to message me again. <laughs> And the problem is, I don't think he knows that our Tinder date was bad, but I definitely know because we went to Chipotle. <laughs> he didn't let me get guacamole on my Chipotle, <laughs> which was weird because I was paying. <laughs> and then he uh, stormed out at the end of the date after a political comment that I made. I didn't realize anyone still cared about William Taft, but... <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I'm Allison Voidovich. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. And I am now 
going to interview a couple that I love so dearly that they are maybe a little worried at this point that I'm stalking them. And that's, we can talk about that later. But I do, I love them so much. If you're in Stanford, Connecticut, you know the Marchetti family. Um, I've been so blessed to know Angela and John Paul Marchetti. They are the best host and hostess I've ever, and I, listen, I am from the South. So for me to say that is really meaning something. And the people in this room know the absolute amazing generosity of John Paul and Angela Marquette. Woo! They are my Woo! guests for tonight. And because, hi. And oh, not, yeah, I should And I'm you. not Antonio. Oh, did I say Antonio? Maybe. Did I just no, say no. Don't do that to me. Good Lord. He has a brother that wants to be here, but we said no. Yeah, we Antonio, hello, like, Antonio. Now you've said his name 45 times on here. And he's All right, here. so you guys, I'm going to point this out to everyone who is watching. A lot of people listen on the podcast or listen on Veritas 13:50 a.m. or on the Veritas app. So I always try to describe. It's kind of funny when I try to describe to the people listening, and then I'm like, just go to YouTube and watch this. We've got a mic and a poinsettia, which I learned how to say that. Did you guys know that's how you're supposed to say the plant? No. Poinsettia. Yes. Poinsettia. It's a poinsettia. No, it's a poinsettia. <laughs> you know how I know? Candace Cameron Bure from Hallmark. Okay, it's true. I learned. I learned. I, learned. I love her. She's my dream DJ. guest. No DJ. Chance. <laughs> it is your dream. Our this dream. is already happening, so I have to have a new dream. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm dreaming right now. <laughs> I know. You're like, this is a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's like, yeah. go back to Texas already. What happened? <laughs> So you guys, thank you so much for coming up here. You two, um, were you, I, like, you've been, I don't know, as far as I'm concerned, you were born and raised, you, um, you're the mayor of Stanford. Yeah, <laughs> and he's the mate. He's yeah. definitely the mayor. I, I made, like, three laws. <laughs> <laughs> Pasta on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> Pasta on Wednesday. And, and don't pay the meters. And it's Tuesdays, like, yes. chicken with pasta. I had to go pay $1.27 to park there for yeah, 50 no, minutes. Pay the Invoke meters. my name. <laughs> and then like, double, double, double ticket. I was trying to help Stanford, you know, grow. Like, they and don't that's, need... That's how we But now, it. people aren't going to move because there's parking yeah, exactly. But, okay, so you two, um, how long have you guys been married? It'll be 16 years in April. That was cute. You almost said that. Oh, that's like it. Do you remember the year? Is that harder? Oh, my God. <laughs> 2006. 2006. Well, I'm thinking like the year we met. We oh, nice. Other. That was a we good save. We've known each other since 1994. We went to high school together. Wait, see? Oh, we already know this. We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> We've met each other before. <laughs> Nathan yes. and I started dating in 94. You were probably oh, embryos. I wasn't that cute. I wasn't, I wasn't allowed. allowed to date. <laughs> no, we did date. I was at your house watching wow. Super Bowl. That was not dating. That was, parents sport. are going to be okay that with it now. That was not dating. That was my dad was like, Ma, who's this guy? And so, <laughs> Jamal just sat on and the floor and I like sat that. on the couch. I he my said dad it just like that. He's like, well, who's but this guy? Like, Jamal's here. And he's like, I got to go. I got to go meet my friends. I was like, don't leave, please don't leave. Aww. I watched a super, yeah, I did. I, I mean, I sat between you your dad, your mom, and your two brothers. I think Mario was on my lap. Where's Mario? <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Spirit. I don't remember any of this. You were probably, the Holy like, Spirit. You were probably drinking at that point. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was drinking juice. Yeah. yeah, I believe in Mario. No, but really. no, he was really drinking. <laughs> 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 Mario was actually this very young. I am. I'm eight years older than Mario. I taught him a lot. Okay. <laughs> well, this is going awry. Um. <laughs> okay. So, how many children do you guys have? 
We have four. We have four. Tell me. Well, you can say however much you want about them because, uh, you yeah. know. So we, obviously, there's thousands of people yeah. listening to All this right, show. All right. So we have four children. Um, we that. have three older children, and now we have a little uh, four months, almost uh, it's five months four, old. Five months old. Um, but he looks like. He's like, yeah, he's like, he he's walking like he's talking. Too. He's eating, he's eating <laughs> Brooklyn bagels. Not the stuff from Ohio. John Paul Jr. knows the difference between yeah. an Ohio bagels. 100%. And I mean, what are we doing? He doesn't no, even talk with sign he's, language. He's, he's stole, he stole all the bagels. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's a gorgeous gloop from when? Yeah. Willy Wonka, remember? Yeah, the kid oh, yes. that drinks out of the chocolate river. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor kid is gonna see this one day. <laughs> Happy wedding. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we have Antonio's 14. Yeah. Gemma's 12. Giuseppe's 10. All Irish names, you know, we've connected. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, then, and then John Paul June came to a, as a surprise to us. Well, not a surprise. Well, Nothing is surprising. Come on. Of course, and in God's humor, 10 years later. You know, as as Angela who keeps everything, gets rid of all the baby stuff. And then, that's like, how you get pregnant. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, we could have got, got rid of the stuff like, you know, eight years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, then that would have been closer. Yeah, I mean, so how old was your youngest before the baby? How ten, old? Ten. ten. Beth was ten. Okay, so mine are seven and a half years apart, and i got to be honest. I was so annoyed with the baby, which she's now 11. But I was like, oh my God, this thing can do nothing. It can't like put yeah. itself in a chair. Yeah. I have to do that. So this, I have to go well, get out of the chair. This thing we have can't do anything either. I mean, like, it we just, have to do it for him. It's so little. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, well they have they do it. They, they do it oh yeah, you've got old kids. So they yeah. can, yeah, yeah, Zach was only seven. So yeah. he couldn't really, he couldn't do much. I was like, that's a head. Honestly, it's, it's the best thing to have a, 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 a child that like, with that age gap. Because yeah. we really don't do anything at all. Angel does nothing. I say it with love. Well, uh, we believe in marriage on no, this show. No, and no, everyone's going to light a candle for the Marchetti family. We'll let you know if they make it. This is a reality show. Everyone, you're going to vote. Get out your voting pads. I should have said I should Do they make it? Okay. I don't do you have to sleep at home? What? Gemma does everything. No, they all, they're very helpful. I do nothing because they do it all for me too. I know I, you could buy flowers. See, yeah. Here, take this take plant this home. home. Yeah, get yeah. that to her. Yes. Minus the microphone. Without the mic, I gotta keep that. So, okay, so, but the baby, the baby um, is the cutest baby in the world. And I've already told my children, I'm like, look, I know I made you, but this is the cutest baby I've ever seen. <laughs> he's, pretty, he's pretty cute, yeah. He's the, oh like I, like he I stores. Like, like I'm addicted to him, he's so cute. I get that, oh. I get that. He stores like cheese in one Aww. cheek and yeah. like pasta in the other, and together <laughs> he makes manicotti. Like yeah. in his face. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> Built in airbags. Yeah, built in airbags. This kid is so sneaky cute. But however, and I know that we're all laughing and joyful, but but he actually is facing some pretty, you know, interesting things that a lot of us have never had to face. And those of us that love the Marchetti family, we've been walking with you guys through a really beautiful journey. You've been so generous and sharing your family with us and sharing your beautiful baby boy with us. So I wanted to let you have a little moment to tell the people who don't know your family and your son what all is going on. <laughs> or should I call Gemma? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Gemma, 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 Gemma can tell you anything. Uh, no, go ahead. Because well, so, so, I'm going to get to... In all seriousness, emotional. you know... So you know, maybe we, you can break me in. We were blessed with this little this little boy 10 years later. Now we know he's a boy, of course. But uh, he was born. He had a, a, a beautiful delivery. But there was a moment there where 
you know, the umbilicals wrapped around and a lot of things were going on and Angela was, was phenomenal during the delivery. But he was born black and blue. So his whole body was, was, uh, was black and blue and he had a, his right eye was a little larger and, and very glossy. Um, and we noticed that right away, but we were told properly from the doctors that, you know, the umbilical cord was wrapped around him. You know, there's, you know, sometimes it happens. It can, you know, discolor the body and the pressure and this, that, the other. So, you know, we didn't, we didn't think anything of it. Two weeks after he was born, we, we, we found out that he, uh, he had glaucoma. And then with the glaucoma, a whole bunch of other hosts of issues were, uh, were presented. So, you know, basically, baby was born two weeks later, removed to Boston for like two and a half, three months. And, you know, baby had two eye surgeries. We found out he's got this skin condition called uh, pigmentous vascularis, uh, pigmentous vascularis. Um, I don't know, it's something, phagmatosis. So basically, we're, we're born, we're, everybody has capillaries. He's born with them at the surface of the skin. And because of that, they're very sensitive and they got onto his eyes. And we're praying that it doesn't go onto his brain. So he does MRIs, he gets ultrasounds, um, you know, a whole host of, um, of teams of doctors, neurologists, dermatologists, uh, the eye doctors that are just following him for the next five to seven years. So it's been it's been a crazy journey, but you know what we always say to each other like you, you, you think you love you know you date a girl, think you fall in love, then you get married, and then you have a baby, and then that brings you closer. This has brought our family this this little baby and his his beautiful suffering that he, that he has no idea about right like he'll never know it's really the adults the foster parents has brought us so much closer. It's it's phenomenal even with with the older kids the way they the, the attention they give to him and. And, you know, uh, the relationship between Angela and I, you know, things don't go away, you know, the little day-to-day -day things. But overall, what this baby has done, what God has done through this child for us has just been tremendous. Because you, you really realize in life, you know, the, the order of, 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 of things that need to be done and, and how God intends it. And it's just beautiful. I mean, we've been blessed. I mean, this kid is... He's wow. a doll. He's so cute. And what's so incredible, though, is that the the outreach because your family is so loved in this community which I was so excited to come here obviously I'm from Texas and I pretend I live in Connecticut when I'm not in Kauai <laughs> that was one time and uh <laughs> but I love this community uh you guys really have something special we've talked about it at length I've, every time I'm with any of you I talk about it all the time how absolutely incredible this community is and you guys don't just go to church together, but you eat together. Like when I was, I was here in October and we were having dinner with the kids uh, and the baby. And I mean, we could not, well, I was fine. You could not eat for five seconds because the entire town, yeah. this is like a Hallmark town. Like everybody just walks up and, and everybody has to say hi to the mayor. It's not really the mayor, but like, you know, and it's just like constant. And everybody was saying, how's the baby? Yeah. We've been praying. What is that like to receive so much? love and support um it's so i guess and i was talking to you about it just a few days ago it's this overwhelming sense of like um like you like you don't realize how much you're suffering and how much you're dealing with and all this all these people are coming around you but it's not so like they kind of stop asking, not because they don't care, but just like everything dies down and then suddenly you're like, wow, 
everywhere I go now, I'm getting stopped. And they know about this baby that, and I don't even know who they are. And um, just the, the generosity has been beyond our circle, beyond even our, it's just all over the place. And this child has brought people to prayer and people have dug in so deep. And we're, you know, it might have been hard for them to dig and they just supported us in, in every way, you know, lodging or food or yeah. whatever. It's just like, it's been, um, I don't even know how to say thank you for it because it's overwhelming. I don't know that I ever can. I don't think you're supposed to. No, but it's just. Uh, I don't like, think you're supposed to. So I, so I, so I take all these other things that are happening in our life, and say, okay, well, how can I help this other person? You know, and we have a friend in need now, and how can I help them? And yeah. how this is how we're gonna we're gonna thank God for all these graces and these blessings, just to kind of pay that forward. Um, but you have, but it's like, you've done so much work. That's what's so beautiful, though. Yeah, well, I, I think... Well, <laughs> no, no, I mean, don't yeah, apologize. No, you're, you're right on it. I, I think, like, what happens is sometimes you don't realize where... Um, so you, you, you make a donation, right? You, yeah. you, you, you give to the church or you give to a, a cause, and, and it, a lot of times it just stops right there. You mm -hmm. know, you, you write yeah. a check or whatever, and if it's a little bit or a lot, and the people that can give a lot, but you don't see, you don't see the, the fruits of it. Or maybe you do, you hear about it, and you might go to a gala, but... When you're on the other side of it, so I'm a very proud man, as as my wife may may want That's to tell shocking. You. Very I shocking. Think everyone very shocking. <laughs> so so like you know so you're going through these things and um, you know my some people have reached out and, and helped in, in certain ways and and my initial reaction was no no I don't want we got it. this yeah well you know maybe it's a little bit of the Italian in me the pride in me like I don't want to lie anybody all anything. you know what I mean like it's all the Italian like I don't want and, and the I, I don't I don't want to have this on my on my conscience and, and you know but but then you realize wait a second if there's a, there's something very beautiful about uh charity and and allowing people to do that for you in, in, in our case and when you humble yourself in that way which which was very difficult for me same for Angela just it's just overwhelming but people want are naturally good, and they want to give, and they want to help. And why not let them? Mm. And I'm not, you know, what I'm saying, like, yeah, you know, for us, but yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah, exa exactly. So, um, you know, I think the, the the big thing that we take away this child, whatever happens to him at the end of the day, he's gonna be fine. You know, whether you know, it's, he's gonna be fine. But the the bigger takeaway was, you know, God opens doors, God opens hearts, and you have to just allow that to happen. And be grateful to it because it's life changing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, if you allow God to change your life. Yeah, yeah well, well, but and I don't think you realize it. It's like, oh yeah, surrender and let it go, let go, like God. When you're in it, like, yeah, there's no. And you actually have to decide that you're gonna do that, yeah. and then you just like really let it go. Like when I gave the nurse the baby. Yeah. When he was 30 days old, and I trusted them enough that he was going to come back alive, you know, after anesthesia, like, yeah. that he was going to be okay. Yeah. Like, you just let it go. Or or having to leave our kids. We had to leave our kids. My brother and his wife took our kids. Yeah. They just jumped in, stayed in our house. Like, you you have no control. Yeah. You have to trust. And and that, that, for me, was really, like, I'm postpartum, you know. Yeah. Not home. It's like... 
Here you yeah. go. And you're you dealing were, with a lot. Yeah. You're and dealing was, with too much. You were, you were rock, for sure. And I think when you were weak, I was strong. And then when I was weak, you were strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. We, I wanted well, to well, make well, sure well, your yeah, ego yeah, exactly, was still yeah. intact. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm know I'm enough I'm Italian I'm men I'm that need some help with that. Yeah. My dad's Italian. Yeah, I've met you guys. No, it's so beautiful because here's the thing. But you've allowed, you have said yes. And at this time of Christmas, when we, you know, we're all focused on a baby, right? We're all focused on right now. We are in Advent. This will air after Advent. The baby will get here. He makes it. Um, Every year. Every year. It's like a surprise. It's like Titanic at the end. We're like, what's going to happen? We all know. So, um, but yeah, so we're waiting. And the whole world stops for this one child, this one infant. And we think all the time, oh, well, that's a story that already has happened. That story is already over. That doesn't happen anymore. But obviously your child is not the new baby Jesus. We're not declaring, dear God, Veritas gets some is emails he, about he this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, does that come with a paycheck? Uh, no, so how did the other one? He was in a manger. Like, that's not enough. <laughs> no, this is not what's happening. No. But it's incredible how God can tell the same story again, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Through us, using us, your fiat, which is your yes, of yeah. saying, yes, I will allow this to happen. Yeah. I will get out of your way. And then to see the incredible fruits and grace that just is, I mean, y'all are saturated in it. Your community oh saturated in it. And you don't even know the people you've touched. Yeah. Yeah. And this little baby yeah. who has no clue and is so stinking cute. We have to show a picture of this baby. I know. I, 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 I forgot. I was going to a picture. I, re, I was going to bring him, but you know what? He's sleeping now because he's a tank. He weighs more than Katie's like five-year-old. <laughs> I love it. He might weigh more, more than Katie. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you bring home Katie, Katie and you realize that's not John Holy Cheer. Katie, let them know. <laughs> Save that part. No swaddling Katie. Okay. Well, I, I have to tell you, you know, when we, we were we were in Boston, like all this stuff was happening, and even before we got to Boston, it was just we kept praying. Yeah. And the door opened. And we just kept mm. walking through it. And then another one and we just opened and we just it opened and we just kept going through. Oh and then all these people. Like, they're like, oh, how cute. Let me see the baby. I'm like, we have to pray for this baby. Please pray for my baby. What's the matter? I don't, we don't know. But we think he's sick, but we're not sure. You know, pray. Okay, what's his name? And they're praying over this yeah. baby mm. in a hotel, like, mm. restaurant. Yeah. And, and just all these things. And, and, phone the call, doctors, and then a phone, call, and a phone call came one time. This woman starts okay. praying over him. And we needed to be at an appointment at Boston's Children. Like, it takes six to seven months to get just an appointment. I called. Yes, yeah, Sonia. I, I was on the phone for like an hour the day before, and I was like, "All right, we're not getting this appointment." We're at breakfast. This lady's like, "I'm gonna pray over your kid." You know, she's like staring at the baby, and Andrew's like, oh. well, she "And the next thing I know, I get a phone call. They're like, oh, we got an appointment for you yeah. at 11:30.'" And I was like, "It's 11:05." <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to, I had to call. I had to like get the, the, the guys to bring the car around. Like, it was all really crazy. Wow. We made it. Like everything like, was I like. Had, boom, I just boom, had a baby boom. like three weeks before. Yeah. She's like, she's like, who can I pray for now? And I just send her litany of people to pray for. She's, she's like, my, our, yeah. I feel like she's like, you know, she's yeah, became she my best good. friend, and I, mean, I never saw her again. Yeah. But um, everybody, but this is so inspiring. Like, this is so great yeah. because in, in our country where we're so at at ends with each yeah. other, right? Yeah. And we're yeah. seeing so much non-unity, yeah. um, and we're just seeing, you know, whatever. 
this is why I wanted to tell this story specifically, especially at this time. When we're all still, you know, drinking the eggnog and watching the lights and wearing sweaters and all the things. And, you know, we're still in the zone and like, let's tap into that, you know, like the Canadians. And let's, <laughs> <laughs> and let's like relish, yeah. you know, in, in this beautiful, it's cool, beautiful story. Guys, I want to thank you so much. Here's what's so great. I want everybody to hear that, but now you're, they're going to get to know my friends, John Paul and Angela, and why I love you guys so you much. You like to drink and eat. I, yeah, I mean, this is great. That was cute. Not to going to, like, butt. chest bump? I don't know what's happening. Um, so we're going to take a little break. John Paul and I are going to come back, and we're going to make a cocktail, because this is my friend that makes sure... All we do is drink. <laughs> and pray. <laughs> it's okay. It's not that great. And I make up prayers. <laughs> All right, you guys, don't go anywhere. You are tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Welcome back. You are watching and listening to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Hopefully you are on the Veritas app we're listening on 1350 AM up on the Northeast, or you're watching me on, I don't know, YouTube, or listening on any of your favorite podcast apps. But right now, we're going to do something for the eyes and the ears. We have our guest. I'm so nervous. I'm so excited. Okay, you guys, we are back with Joseph Mastrangelo. Yes. Yes, because I did I'm it with here. the hands. I'm still here. With Zelly Beans Coffee. And we have got, if you're not watching, we have three bowls of hot coffee sitting in front of us, but we're going yes, to really yes. act this out so the people listening well, for the, can those, enjoy what we're doing. What those, are we doing? Well, yeah. I listen to podcasts all the time, okay, so I I'm understand ready. what it's like to be like listening and not yeah. seeing. So there are three bowls or cups with coffee in them. Two of them are the same. One is different. Our this is like is, Sesame Street, you know, yes. one of these things does not, not belong like, here. Right. Okay, we don't no. want to pay them money. Go ahead. No, no. But they, um, so this is a, a like a traditional, this is a thing that specialty coffee industry and folks And what is do. it called, Joseph? It's called a triangulation Okay, but what exercise. else is it called? Oh, this is a coffee cupping. A cupping. A cupping. I am so in love don't, with this word right yeah. now. <laughs> Don't, a don't coffee. Go, yeah, coffee, cupping. It's a, not the not the athlete thing where they get these. I love hot, that you think I know what an athlete would do. Oh man, okay. It just looks. Gross. I know the hot glass thing. Yeah, the like, cupping. We're not doing that kind of. We're cupping. not doing that type of and cupping. We're not no. spooning. It's not that late. It's not that. We're, we're not doing cupping. that. Cupping. Cupping with coffee. So we have special spoons for this. For those of you listening, it looks like a soup spoon. It does, but it has a little bit more of an angle at it. And the purpose of that is like you're going to slurp this up. You know how you've seen like like maybe wine tastings. It's a similar thing, but this you really want to slurp. And this is a real thing. People this is a real thing. Do this is coffee world, cuppings worldwide. This is worldwide coffee competitions where they are Stop. cupping. No, I'm not kidding. Like, are you serious? There's dead coffee se competition for what? Competition. What well, there's so there's coffee competitions for the grower. So like the cup of oh, excellence. So the judge so, the, is so, so no, they're judging the coffee. Yeah. Um. So they don't know what any coffee is, and there's a specific uh. Pacific, specific, <laughs> Pacific Ocean. There's it's a specific, the uh, there's a way in which you <laughs> score the coffee. Did you like that, JW? That Did you like how I saved that? I, you, you got it. He nailed it. <laughs> I also just learned that I could be a world-class cupper. 
You can be a world-class You could be an athlete. You are an athlete. There's a special certification that people go through on training their palates and their sensory skills in order to like cup coffees professionally. It's called the Q grader. They become Q graders. We can't call them a professional cupper. (laughs) That sounds like- I want it to sound like that. I also want to bring and start lady cupping which instead of wine night, we're going to have lady coffee tasting. Yes. I just made that up. Let's do it. No, and we're, we're doing gonna, it. We're doing that in Houston. It's going to start right a, here. We're going to do lady that here. Cupping. Coffee Are tasting. We're doing here or at Yeah, Holy we'll Beans. do it at my house. No, no, no. Oh, we could. We'll do because both. I have a facility. Like, I have the, like, oh, you that's can check fine. out what okay, I Okay, well, let's make an event. We'll JW is going to get on the old Evite and make something up. And uh, <laughs> that sounds great. I think <laughs> he we wants might want to change the title. Yeah, lady, lady cupping, cupping might not play well on social media. But it's not that late. And it means coffee. Okay, fine. It's right. coffee tasting. Well, Let's- I don't, so what we're doing specifically with yeah, this cupping. So I'm ready. I told you, I yep. gave you a little uh, precursor. When you're doing this, you're going to um, bring it up. And this will be a little, for our podcast listeners, this will be a little ASMR for you. Because we will be slurping. And our goal is to get the coffee to get all the way in the back of your palate. All the aromatics in you. So you're sucking in air and the coffee at the same time. You're not dumping the coffee okay. in your mouth. You're slurping. slurping it in. Got it. Slurping it in. Slurp. Slurp, slurp, slurp. Okay. So we normally start from our left to the right. So our viewers, okay. right to left. So you're going to start with that one first. Do you want to also yep. you, dip? You, you, I dip, you dip, we dip. So I normally... Ah. Okay. I normally no okay. I normally dip from I have to make sure you can hear me. I dip from the far side and then you don't have to have too much on it, oh, honestly. Okay. Well because you want to be able to <laughs> pull it up. And I'm not gonna burn the back of my throat. I'll do it first so you're not embarrassed. I'm How about a that? Scared. Oh wow. You really slurped it. Okay. Oh, okay. And okay, do it again. Okay. ASMR for you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm, on, I'm going okay. on to the second cup okay. now. Oh my God. You're already. Okay. Wait. <laughs> that happens for newbies. You choke on it. It goes down the windpipe. You knew that was going to happen. Oh my God. So, but, uh, so you need I, to pay do attention. Do I need the Heimlich? What is happening to my. So you. It wasn't burning. Typically, like if you're not used to it, you go too quickly, too far back. You need to get it in there. But it doesn't go down your lungs still. Oh, can that happen? How does drowning oh, happen? I don't know. If I drown by cupping, I will be so mad. Survive a pandemic, would, death by cupping. Okay, what is happening? Here's my second slurp. You're. I've been. I'm honestly. I haven't been really paying attention to the flavor because I've been so entertained by you. Wait a second. Do you have a certificate in this? No. <laughs> okay. This is serious. That's like it costs like thousands of dollars just to do to the be test. a cupper. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm so scared now. I I gulped. I didn't. I totally saw it like. I totally didn't do it. But it, it there's a difference. You can't tell that you can't really taste it then. I'll let you go first. <laughs> ladies first. Oh, we both in the back same. Uh, you some totally of my cross drips, co- <laughs> Did you see that? I cross contaminated. Any especially coffee roasters and cuppers out there watching? No, this is just for beginners. We're really just, just having fun. Flipped out. Some of mine from my cupping spoon fell into a different bowl. So number three fell into number one. Oh, God. Cross-contamination. You just... I, oh, yeah. Slurp. slurp. I forgot slurp. to slurp. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Barefoot in the Park? It's my favorite movie with my husband. Neil no. Simon wrote it. It's uh, Robert Redford and Jane Fonda. <clears throat> if you want to know what my marriage is, watch that show. 
Anyway, they do a thing where they uh, they have to taste something and you're supposed to pop it in the middle of your mouth. And Robert Redford can't do it. And he says that. He said, I, I, I didn't pop. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nobody's listening. I have no I'm, idea. If I'm trying to taste- give people like a background I mean- noise to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hope that this is your best interview ever. Oh, God. I can't. Can I just, can I just, can I do that? Can I just, what, does what I is do? that called? What does I do? Okay. Slurp. Okay. You have I a think technique. I, I think, think I know. You know it? Well, I think have, I know which one it you're is. You're drunk on the coffee. You've had so much coffee. Good thing this isn't a whiskey cupping. Well, Good sometimes gracious. they do. You can have like a spittoon or a cup to spit out. Okay. You, that one I think is different. That one you think is, actually, yeah. I think I do. I think I agree. Really? Oh my gosh. I How will we three. know? How do we? You're really slurping. <laughs> I think I agree. So beforehand, when I did this, I put a little X on the bottom. Okay. So we have to lift it up. We're going to lift it up. We're going to see. Oh, my gosh. Together. Is there a little X on it? No. <laughs> that was amazing. Yes. yes it's the middle, middle one. one. Middle one. So now I need to go back and paste it to see if I can. Well, I think they just revoked your certificate. I didn't have a certificate. Well, remember? I'm just saying if you did, they say we need it back. <laughs> Also, there's so now, much coffee everywhere. So there's <laughs> it's very messy. Normally, you have like I didn't want to. Slurp. I didn't want to steal from the aesthetic no, of what we're great. doing. I wanted to this have is probably like, like a four thousand dollar piece of wood that came with this house. <laughs> I don't know. We just found them in the back. So um, I'm kidding, everybody. It's a piece of wood. The three different, the two coffees that we did, two of them are from Guatemala. One is from Nicaragua. They're both roasted to about the same level. So the differences that are very nuanced. So it's not a surprise that neither one of us like got it because they are it's meant so to be special. They're very special. Like they're now. I will say that the two Guatemala, the Guatemalan, is a little bit more acidic. So like if mm. you taste back at it. Like, and this is where you really need to do it back, like just the slurping, just slurping, <laughs> because you'll you can get the acidity out of it out and stuff of the like back. that. So All this right. is not Senka, everybody. I just want everybody to understand. You remember Senka? What? No. What kind of coffee guy are you? All right. So all right. So we're um, gonna I don't do know one how, more tasting. How we're doing? How we're doing in the secondary one? Are we still? Are we ready? The top? Are we ready? We're ready so, to go. We did a little preparation before this, so we're gonna. This is like real TV, everybody. It's like we put in the cake and it comes out a cake, you know? Like, wait, that was put, the same. Put it, the no. batter. You put in batter. Like, <laughs> you're, you're Obviously, to- I don't have a cooking show. Food totally, Network just hung up the phone. You're totally gonna have me back on, aren't you? I don't know if JW is gonna have me back on. That's JW, right? Everybody say hi. Here's Jordan. Hi, Jordan. <laughs> hi, Jordan. Ooh. So I want to so talk what, about. Can we try to turn it? Uh, well, maybe no. That's fine. We yeah, can do it that this way. way people can see your product. So these, yeah, this is my packaging. Oh, Unless I, you get it custom made, like oh, yes. Edmund Mitchell with the studio. I should have brought one of the bags. Bummer and Lazarus. Well, they could just go and and buy Edmunds. Yeah. Edmund has his own special coffee blend, and Edmund runs. His agency runs this whole production. So if you don't like this show, blame Edmund. And if you don't like Edmund, then uh, get more coffee. <laughs> yeah. But he has a special, he has a special blend and a special label. Yeah. So I worked with Edmund on creating a special blend and he created label. And That's cool. So people can do that. Yeah, they, they can do to. that. It's called white label or oh, cool. toll roasting. So basically I will roast it for him and like any, any coffee he sells, I make sure it's fresh and make sure it tastes great. There you go. People love it. Fundraise. Okay. Fundraise so American too, yep. Heritage Girls and who else? Knights uh, <laughs> of Columbus when you run out of tamales. Okay. You mean brisket? That too. 
That, so you do the what we're doing here, these okay. are three coffees from the same farms in El Salvador, same family owned, fifth generation family owned farms in El Salvador um, called Mapache. Mapache is the indigenous word for uh, raccoon, um, but they just name it that. So these are three different coffees that are from the same farms. They're like coffees like wine. There's different yeah. varietals and stuff. So this is a lot of people see bourbon and it's actually bourbon. So this is the Bourbon, this is the Pacamara, and this is another Pacamara. So Pacamara is the varietal of coffee, Bourbon is a varietal of coffee. The next word is either says natural or honey, and that's the process in which they do it. So coffee, you can start slurping. Oh, okay. You can start slurping. <laughs> Put this up here. It went so well the last time. Because I'm gonna try to explain it to people, like uh, you have the different varietals of coffee. Mm. Very different, right? Yeah, very different. Very different. So That's natural. Crazy. It, wow. Um, so natural process is um, well, coffee when it's harvested is a cherry, um, and the beans are actually the seeds inside it. So like the pit of a cherry. <laughs> You're doing so great. I'll just keep talking over your I coffee. I slurped badly. That I got confident. I got cocky. I did. I did so well. And then, oh, man. So the I process. Watch a YouTube on cupping. Okay, go are, ahead. No, don't type those. that in. No one type that in. Oh, that may be a little scary. <laughs> Coffee cupping. You can find some. You got to be really specific. But it's they, not that late. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Keep going. Um, so the cherry, uh, you have to remove the fruit from the pit or the seed, and you have to dry it out. There's different ways to do that. <clears throat> the um, first way is a wash process where they completely remove all the fruit, wash it all off, and let it dry out. A next process would be the complete opposite is a natural process is where they leave the cherry completely intact and they let it either ferment in the drums or they let it dry out in open beds. And that allows like the natural sugars and everything to come into the seed, the bean, before they depulp it and take all the skin off and dry it out. The honey process is halfway in between. They'll take off the skin and a portion of, but leave the portion of the, like the mucilage, the like the flesh of the cherry on there. Yeah. And they will, um, and that kind of creates a more nuanced flavor. So I have to each, say, this one's my favorite. Uh, <coughs> Maybe because natural. I didn't choke on it, but <laughs> oh. it made it to the right. Tell me, tell me what, what tell me what uh, flavors you're getting. Like what? Oh, geez. I mean, it's coffee. Yes. Okay. But, but general, like, is it, <laughs> is it, <laughs> stick a, um, don't stick a spoon in her, stick a oh fork in her. Oh my gosh, it's really hard gonna, to slurp. <clears throat> what but, were we saying? Like, what do I taste? Like, do you taste <clears throat> the back like, of my throat? No, I'm kidding. Do, um, I'm going mean, to taste normal. Yeah, you can do normal. Well, okay, the first time I tasted it, it was really sweet. Sweet, right? Am I right? Yeah, very sweet. Maybe a little fruity. Because <clears throat> now all I see is stars. But yeah, before <laughs> that, yeah, it was. But it sweet, was. It was very sweet. And I was kind of surprised. Fruity, and yeah. because it, the natural flavors of it. This is the Pacamara natural. So you can see <clears throat> yeah. how that differs from this is the same one. So Pacamara natural, <clears throat> Pacamara honey. Same coffee, same farm, just processed slightly differently. Yeah, I like the white one. I like the natural. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. This is right? fascinating. You guys, who knew with cupping? Okay, look, we only have like 40 seconds. All right. What makes you so extraordinary or what? Yeah, I want, I want that question. Well, I don't Answer. know. You didn't ask a question. <laughs> what makes you so extraordinary? Extraordinary yeah. is God uh, sent me on a mission and I just chose to accept it. You said yes. 
I said yes. You get you gave yourself permission to say yes to God's mission. Mm-hmm. Which Ooh, is it I coffee? Is it coffee? Not really. It's no. yeah, coffee is a means to it's end. It's part of it. Families helping families through specialty coffee because ultimately it's about the families, it's about the people. And those the families that get to drink the coffee to my family who's helping like roast it and sell it to the families that are producing it and growing it. I love it. Thank you so much, Joseph, for being here. I'm so happy. He will come back. We'll do something else another time. But um, you all need to go and buy Zelly Beans Coffee. It can be shipped to you. You do not have to live in Houston or in the Northeast if you're listening up there. It can be shipped to you anywhere at all. Zelly Beans, Z-E-L-I-E Beans, as in like jelly beans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> coffee. And um, <clears throat> as I clear my throat, I'm going to get some water. You guys come back because you're listening to It's Not That Late with Love Harrison. I missed you, baby. <laughs> I I know that like we broke up and everything, but I totally missed you during the last few weeks because you um I, there wasn't anybody for me to talk to about all the horrible things that are going on on the planet because so much has happened. Do you know everything that's happened because we are doing it's way too late. I tell you what, I, I, I usually pay attention to stuff that's happening on the planet. I don't know anything going on inside the planet. It's above my, it's above my head, but below my feet. If you know what I'm saying? I know, which is one of the reasons why we broke up because I don't know what you're saying. One of the things that I wanted to tell you and that I've missed being able to talk about because I'm a little scared. There is a pandemic. Do you know what that means? Uh, pretty sure it's a boring board game where people have to work together. I hate when you have to work together. Um, I'm all about me and myself. I'm not doing anything to help nobody else. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so no. Apparently the world is sick. Everyone on the in, world. In the world or on the world? All Yes. All sick. Everyone's sick. So this is what I wanted to tell everybody because this is the segment. It's way too late. We are the important news people, but we're a little tired because we were out clubbing. And so some of this I heard. I, I thought we weren't talking about that. Well, look. it's fine. It's it's way too late. Here's what you need. Listen. <laughs> you just became windy. This is why we broke up. You remind me too much of your mother. <laughs> this is what we call a little character development here. You didn't know that Wendy was her mother. Oh, gosh. That's the real reason we broke up. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'll pick it back up <laughs> where I didn't go into another character. Oh, well, I know your editor. He ain't taking none of this out. <laughs> you only got two minutes. You better hurry up and salvage the segment because I'm loving what we got so far. <laughs> And the pandemic, um, there's some really important things that I just learned about. And one of them is, is that everyone's running out of toilet paper. So what we want to tell everyone listening and watching, buy as much toilet paper as you can right now. You heard it here first. It's a big deal. So we want everybody to go to the stores and buy all of it and ship it. You're kind of running out. I just used your toilet just a little while ago. and no. There's only a couple rows left, so you better hurry up. Yeah, it's a big deal, you guys, because when the world is sick, everyone has to 
Oh yeah, when I'm when I'm sick, I got to use a lot of paper. <laughs> right. So that's why. Because why else would the world need so much toilet paper? The other thing is you that you do have a lot of trees out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I don't want to do that during sickness. So here's the other thing that's happening that you might not know. Um, there's a thing called Zoom, and so this is going to be a place where you can talk to people. I love NASCAR. Through, I don't. I don't know if. Zoom, 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 zoom. No, this zoom. is no. This is for people to be able to look at people when they're on their computer and do things. Oh, I'm afraid of that. That's why I tape up that little camera so the government can't see what I'm doing. No, they can see what you're doing. They're looking at us right now. You leave me alone. Listen, this is what I'm trying to tell you. I think that from the sickness of the pandemic. People are going to put on their pajamas and talk through their computers. I am a psychic. And I think that's what's happening and will happen. And I wanted you to know because I care about you, even though we aren't together. I'm just glad you finally admitted that you're the sidekick. This has been way too late. Can we go back to dancing? News mm, is hard. I'm going to go find Wendy. Hi, y'all. It's Wendy again. And I just wanted to come on here and tell y'all a little something about this great little place in the South called I-10. Everybody's moving out here ever since the pandemic and ever since we had like, oh, I don't know, things are really expensive and people want to buy houses cheap. Y'all all come to the South and we've got stuff in Texas and we've got stuff in Louisiana and Mississippi and Alabama and Florida. But here's something y'all need to know. There is a street. It's a highway. It's an interstate and it's called I-10 and everybody in the South uses I-10. It's how us folks in Houston get all the way to Florida. If you've heard my Disney influencer commercials, you know what I'm talking about because you want to go to Disney. If you want to get to Louisiana, you take I-10. Let me tell you what you're going to find on I-10. You're going to find truckers. You're going to find boudin. You're going to find really angry people. You're going to find bridges that you're not sure if they're really okay to still be bridges. But it's okay. You just keep on driving on that I-10 and welcome to the South. You'll need to stop and get yourself some frog legs or some like fried alligator. If there's some other things y'all want, there's lots of rice. And um, oh, we like to put Tabasco on everything. So you guys just stop on that I-10 corridor and you can do that. There's lots of places you could go to the bathroom, but you do need to know if your car breaks down on the side of I-10, don't think anybody's going to stop because they're not. Those truckers are fast, okay? They got places to go. And I just wanted this to be a little public service announcement and say welcome to all of our nice Northern folks who decided to make the South their home. <laughs> We're really glad y'all are here. Y'all just need to make sure that y'all got some Freon in your car because it gets hot on that I-10 corridor. You know what I'm saying? But y'all need to know where it is and y'all need to know how to take it. And we just want to say welcome and y'all slow down, be nice, stay cool. Thank you guys for watching and listening to today's episode of It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to be taking a break, um, getting ready for season two. We hope that you guys have enjoyed this first season and stick along with us. Make sure you hit subscribe wherever you are watching and listening and we'll see y'all later.